Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A, the B-A-Q-A, what you say, the B-A-Q-A with Yanelle, the B-A-Q-A with Tiffany, the B-A-Q-A, Mande just had her baby, so she ain't here right now. (laughs) So we have Yanelle back in the stew. Yanelle, Yanelle, I'm going to say it wrong, Espina? Espinal, oh, you're very close. Espinal, right? So she's the author of Mind Your Money. But also, she's just a dope Dominicana financial educator who has gotten so many amazing laws passed um, to teach financial education in um, high schools around the country, including Georgia. Where else, Yanelli, have you gotten laws passed? Florida, Florida. Michigan. Actually, the most recent two states were Connecticut and Indiana. Yes. And one that is on the way. So this is breaking news. It hasn't gotten signed yet, but it's going to hopefully very, very soon is Louisiana. Yes, girl. Okay. So, Yanelli, um, not only is she a financial educator, but she gets lost past. So, I asked her to join me to answer some questions, and we have one in this too. Actually, we're going to do two part. We're going to answer a financial question, and then Yanelli, y'all know I be mentoring people in business, especially brown women. And so, Yanelli's yes. going to ask me a question. So, just get your mind right about Yanelli. What question you want to ask me? All right. So, I'm going to read right. this question, and you can help me answer. All right. So question, hi, first time writing in, long time listener, okay girl, and long time, um, and long time Tiffany's book reader, okay, we love that. Um, my question is, I currently have $13,000 in an Amex loan at, at an interest rate of 7%, so an Amex loan not her, on her credit card, so that's important to make the distinction. I have an interest rate of 7%. My payments are around $500-ish every month, and I would like to pay it off sooner rather than later. There's so much different advice out there as to how to pay and how many payments a month in addition to send. I'm trying to do what's best and pay it off fast, but I want to have a little bit of extra cash on hand in case inflation gets worse. Mm, what would be the best real. way to pay off the debt where my money is going to the principal and not the interest? Thanks so much. Sincerely, Mrs. Burry. Okay. Hey, Mrs. Burry. Hey, Miss Barry. Right? So what say you, Yanelli? So so just to recap, Mrs. Barry has a loan. It's not a credit mm-hmm. card. Well, she probably has a credit card, but that's not what she's talking about. She has right. a loan, 7% interest. It's 13000 It sounds like, you know, she can afford to pay the 500 bucks a month, but would like to expedite the process and pay it off sooner rather than later without using all of her money, excess money every month. So she can have some money on hand in case the interest is not looking cute out here or the um, inflation is not looking cute. So what would you suggest that Mrs. Berry do? Okay, so first of all, I need her to make a decision because she's over here saying, I would like to pay it off sooner rather than later, but I also need to have a little extra cash on hand. Those are at odds, Ms. Berry. So you got to choose 
Are you going to focus on stacking up that extra cash in case of inflation because that's your priority? Or are you going to focus on making sure you pay it off sooner rather than later? Because you, I mean, you know, when you're focusing your money on debt, you really have to be intentional. And so if you want to pay it off really soon, you're going to have to keep up with the $500 payment or more every month to pay it off ASAP. Uh, But if you would be okay with lowering that, you're not going to pay it off sooner rather than later. You're going to pay it off later because you're choosing to prioritize stacking extra savings due to really high inflation right now. And that's real. Inflation is really high. Uh, But I will note right now, because inflation is so high, savings accounts are actually giving really high interest rates. I've seen as high as 5% on some savings accounts, online savings accounts, 5%. So the fact that your interest is 7%, but your savings account is giving you 5%. That's pretty cool because most of the time your savings account is going to give you 0.001% interest. You're not really good. You're lucky to get 1%. So the fact that you're getting 5% in an online savings account, it, it kind of makes it a little bit better if you if you did choose. It makes you feel a little better if you do choose to pay a little bit later rather than to try to pay it sooner and to be aggressive. So I personally would be okay with not being so aggressive since it, savings rates are so high right now. I, I might choose to prioritize saving, but that's your choice, not mine, Ms. Barry. You just got to choose what is your real priority here. And I agree. So, Miss Berry, you know, if this was me, oh, I forgot to say this, child. Disclosure: We just two smart brown girls. We are not your financial advisor. We're not your That's doctor. Right. We're not your lawyer. I'm not your mama. We ain't your. We your internet cousins. So That's you take right, what girl. we say with the smallest grain of salt and sue your grandma, not me. Okay. Hey, prima. <laughs> we just cousins, girl. We not trying to get sued. <laughs> so to to Yanelli's point that I would ask myself, like, if in this crazy state, you know, where like they're always crying wolf of recession every single week, right? That's I right. I would ask myself, how much money do I have in emergency savings? You know, if I didn't have, you know, at least three months, maybe six months, depending on what kind of industry you're in, you yep. know, then I might say, girl, before I start throwing everything toward this debt, let me make sure I have a good stock of emergency savings. And so your emergency savings doesn't have to be what your normal life costs you a month times six months, you know, three to six months. It should be what your, what I call your noodle budget life, meaning yes, if you have to bones. cut out, yes, your bare bones life. So what? So if your regular life costs you five hundred, and maybe your noodle budget life, no hair done, nails done, everything did is four thousand, not five hundred, five thousand, and your noodle budget life is four thousand, then you would multiply four thousand times three or four thousand times six, depending on how much you want to have saved. So if Miss Barry, you're like, actually, I'm pretty good at emergency savings. I'm feeling good about that. Then to Yanelli's point, then you might want to say, well, you know what? I mean, certainly I could save more, but I'm actually decent at savings. And then I can be more aggressive at paying down this debt, you know? And so you can ramp up there. So just consider that. that like, you know, put your safety belt or seat belt on first and like make sure you have a decent um, savings account. Because if you are worried about inflation and we are worried about recession and things, one of the ways one of the the safety nets to protect us during that time is our savings account. And to Yanelli's point, um, savings accounts, online only savings accounts, are giving up as high as five percent. So now is actually a really good time to save. Um, that's right. And that's what I would just be thinking about cash. this. You know, like she said, we're not making the choice for you, but this is how these are some questions you can ask yourself as you're making that choice. Do I have yes. enough savings where I feel comfortable? Is it placed in an online only savings account where I'm making the most? If that's yes, then maybe I will be more aggressive at paying down this debt. If that's no, well, then maybe I'll get more aggressive in saving until I do have that and then get back to being aggressive with debt. 
Boom. And I will say, too, you know, the very end, she's like, what about the making sure that the extra payments go towards the principal, not the interest? Not if I know you've had experience with this, but in my experience, every loan is different. The terms and conditions can vary so much that one loan that might seem very similar to this other loan actually have very different rules when it comes to paying extra. So you actually have to find out with your specific Amex loan, this $13,000 loan at 7% specifically, what are the terms around paying extra? Does it automatically go to the principal? Does it automatically go to the interest? Because they be trying to just always add it to the interest. Okay. (laughs) They so sneaky. So you might need to call and say, hey, I made an extra payment this month. I need you to help me make sure that all those extra dollars on top of the minimum balance due go towards principal. I don't want it to pay off the interest. And you may have to make that phone call. And you also may have to just really confirm. Well, you don't may. You definitely have to confirm with your terms and conditions of your loan that that is actually allowed because they may this they may put in the terms and conditions that any extra payments go towards yeah. interest. If that's the case, girl, they, they played then you. They won't even let payment. you. Yes. Right. Then because they won't even the let you just pay down the pocket. principal. Right. Because the principal is never going to change. So every month it's like you can't even tackle that main chunk that they're charging interest on. So if that's not an issue with your loan, great. Phew. Go ahead and add more, but make that call and make sure that they put it to the principal. Thank you. That was really great. Yes, she's right. So think about that too. Like make that call, make sure that like any, this is for, this is not just for, for Mrs. Barry. This is for across the board that you're listening because you're, you're right. I had people who were paying extra never checked and it was going toward the interest, which is just fees that, I mean, what does that even mean? You know, like if that was the case that I might as well just pay regularly because I'm not trying to put more money in your pocket. You want to make sure that your second payment, if the first payment covers the interest of the fees for the month, then maybe your second payment isn't going directly to the interest. And then look, like, don't let them just tell you like, ah, 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 ah. I didn't see it go down by $500 with the second payment, you know? Yes. Oh, girl. Yes. Okay. Well, that was a really great question. We're going to come back when you're going to ask me a question. Y'all know I be mentoring the girls. So great in business and stuff. Um, and so we're going to come back after this quick break and we will be right back with more B-A-Q-A. A-W-A-Q-A. What you say? The B-A-Q-A with your Nelle. Okay, guys, we'll be right back. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what 
I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with after pay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash brown ambition. Just go to indeed.com slash brown ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash brown ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire, you need Indeed. And we're back. All right, so it is brown ambition question and answer. I forgot to tell y'all, if you have a question, which I know you do, and you need an answer, which obviously if you have a question, you need an answer, go ahead on over to brownambitionpodcast.com, click, con- click contact us or ask us anything. You can ask there. You can email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into the DMs um, at brownambitionpodcast brown on IG, or you could tweet us at thebapodcast on Twitter. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, you can ask us questions about career, money, business, and just life in general. I don't know all the things, but the things I know I'll share. <laughs> so we have Yanelli in the stew. She is the new author of Mind Your Money. Well, actually, let's talk about that real quick first, and then we can get into your question. So, Yanelli, tell the girls a little bit about your new book, Mind Your Money. 
Yes. Okay. So Mind Your Money is my first book. It is a book about personal finance, but mixed mixed in with and told through personal stories. So a lot of, you know, my childhood experiences, a lot of the experiences that I had as a teenager and going off to college um, and really told through like the lens of my experience as a first generation daughter of immigrants. My parents don't speak English, didn't go past the second grade and third grade in school. Uh, So no education, no money, no English, no network. And somehow managed to raise a whole bunch of kids. I have so I'm one of nine siblings. So I raised a whole bunch of kids in New York City with very little money. And so for me to now be working in financial education, I think it's really important to tell those stories so that others who have a similar experience can see that you can still have your financial success, your career, all this, all of these accolades and successes. You can be as achieved as you want. Just because you started there doesn't mean that you have to end there. I love that. And so where can a girl's find mind your money if they want to purchase it? You can buy it at mindyourmoneybook.com. Yes, I have it right here. Don't play yourself. Yes, See, first that's of all, my cover. cover. Yes. yes. This cover is popping. Give an AOC box. Did they say popping? Okay, well, poppin'? please. See, she's a millennial. She be know. Are you a millennial or Z? I'm a millennial. Okay, girl. I'm like, girl, I'm an ex. I'm like, what they say now? <laughs> Some of these terms are going to be tried and true because, listen, we know they think they come up with new words. I'm like, girl, we've been saying that. Girl, please. right? They, uh, late. Okay, so um, y'all know that I mentor. Um, I do. Like, I officially, I have about, I want to say like 10 to 15 like official mentees that I talk to fairly regularly on a monthly, if not daily basis, some of them because they be asking. Uh, but I also started an online mentorship, digital mentorship community where I do a live lesson every month. There's live networking digitally every month. I actually meet mentees in person. Like I'm going to be in Maryland in a couple of weeks, um, depending on when you listen to this. Um, and then we do like a mentee dinner where I take the mentees out for dinner. Every Thursday, I share a tool or resource. Like in LA, um, if you listen to the episode before this, um, one of the resources I shared with her when her book came out was like, okay, here, here's literally my marketing plan, my seven-month marketing plan for when I rolled out my book. Um, and so as mentees, that's what you get. So if you're interested in being a mentee, um, you can join us. It's 20 bucks a month at mymentortiffany.com. And you can get a little insight about what I do around here when I answer Yanella's question. I don't know what her question is, but we fit in the answer as best as possible. Girl, I got questions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, so, you know, I mean, you've just been doing business for so long. And I think the cool thing about the way you've built your business is that you've done it in so many different ways. Like there's so many facets to the work that you do that you obviously have a lot of passion for. So I'm in a position in my business now where I have a lot of passion for a lot of the parts of the business. And there's other things that I do. I'm like, "Eh, not so passionate about that. But... I look at like the analytics for the different streams of income that I have for my business. And I'm like, okay, I love doing that. And it happens to be like 38% of the income that I brought in last year, the revenue that I brought in last year for my business. So that's great because it's a big chunk and I like doing it. There may be another big chunk that brings in a lot of money, but I don't really enjoy doing it. And then there may be other things that I really love doing, but they don't bring in no dang money. <laughs> so now I'm at the position where I have to make this decision about where am I really going to prioritize my efforts and my time? Is it, you know, just focus on the money and like look at the you know the data and if that's the largest revenue stream double triple down on that because that's clearly making me money and kind of you know maybe you enjoy it a little bit maybe it's not the most thing you're most passionate about but at this point it's a business so like focus on those largest revenue streams um or you know do you advise that it be more a little bit more of a balance because i fear that if i do that I'm just going to burn out because I'm not loving what I do type of thing. So I don't know. What would you do in that position if you're like kind of trying to at the fork in the road and like having to make that decision? 
I have been there many, many, many times. Um, I just was there and I made the decision um, to, so to your point, this happens a lot, especially when you are in the business of you, right? The budget nista is the business of Tiffany. You know, Miss Be Helpful, your business is the business of Yanelli. Like you show up, it's books, it's speaking, it's spokesperson, it's, you know, so... One of the things you have to do, well, one, identify that. I'm so glad you did the first step, which is great, is that one, you identified internally, I like this, I don't like that, and you've made this list, you know? So that's step one, which is super critical. Then step two, you put some numbers to it. Where's the money actually coming from, you know? So that's also very, very, very important because you don't want to make a decision without actually looking at what the numbers say. And then step three, I want you to know that if where you can make $10, you can make 100 where you can make 100 you can make 1000 So this is what I tell myself. So there are areas of the business, just like you, that I really did not enjoy. And so I did not, I knew I have to pivot away from them, but not yet, girl, because it pays the bills, right? And so I was like, hold up. So what I did was I did them, and then, you know, every few months I did a little bit less, and I really leaned in. Because if I'm making $10 in this part that I like, I can make 100 What are some things I can do to maximize my earning potential in the areas that I enjoy? You see what I mean? So slowly asking yourself that question. And, and um, the key for being like to be able to pivot really um, effectively is to ask the questions, ask the questions. Because every I say questions and answers are twins that have been separated at birth. So the moment that you ask a question, an answer is immediately born and then separated. And the better the question, the better the answer that you'll receive, but it's your job to search that, search out the answer and reunite them. And so the fact that you're asking this question means that an answer exists because you're asking me and I'm saying, solved it. And so as we talk through it, you're going to be like, okay, so you're going to, you don't have to put your business out here. But if we were just like no one else was on this call, I would ask, what's the specific thing? Because you might be saying, let's, I'm just going to make it up for you. Let's just say that you love speaking engagements, but you hate spokesperson work. Let's, I'm just making it up, you know? And so then you might be like, I might be like, okay, here are some ways that I have learned to maximize my speaking engagement, Janelle. Because now you're asking very specific questions. The more specific the question, the better the answer you're going to receive, you know? So it's like, okay, because you're going to ask me like, um, so how do I make more speaking engagements? I'm like, girl, in the beginning, I used to do these one-on-ones and then I used to do one to few, but then I started to get contracts. That's also speaking. And then because it was like me teaching in a classroom and also all for all always offer up your book. Like that's another way to increase, you know, like your, your potentially what you can make. Um, and then when you're speaking, see if you can get the audience to sign up for a freebie and like, you know, when you're there and then, but so the freebie of, um, makes them go to your website, you know, is your website misbehelpful.com? Right. So let's just say they go to misbehelpful.com. They download the freebie. Now you have their name and their email and you can then upsell them something else. You know, so maybe you have a product or a service or whatever. So you're doing the speaking thing. So you get paid the money to speak. The people in the audience come to you. They hear you. They download your freebie. And sometimes a freebie is just, if you really like this presentation and you want a copy of it, send me an email and I'll send it to you. And really what they're doing is they're going to give you the name and email. And now you can say, do you also know I also have this and I also have that? And I, you see what I mean? And so like, cause you might be thinking, oh, I, you know, I've done all I can. A speaking engagement is a speaking engagement. It's not. 
It's not. That there's someone out there who is maximizing the hell out of their speaking engagements. And the more you ask the questions, the more answers will be revealed. And so that way you can slowly, as you start to increase your income here, reduce there. And so there are areas of my business where I've been doing that because I was like, I don't like the fact that so much of my money comes in one capacity. It was like 70% of my income came from spokesperson work, right? And like, although I enjoy spokesperson work, I felt that's too top heavy. And I said, I want, yes. And so, and also too, what if, you know, they say you're not the hottest chick in the game wearing his chain. You know, the, the girls, be, they're not faithful. They're like, oh girl, we out. I'm like, wait, we used to work together. They're like, we changed our mind, you know? And that's 70% of my income. And so I said, I want to make more reoccurring revenue. And so last year we were 70%, but I told the team and I said, here are some avenues for reoccurring revenue. There's affiliate partnerships. So we started to reach out to all the brands that I actually like and enjoy. And I already had a partnership with some of them. And I'm like, you only pay me $5, but the girls off the street get that. I should get 15. I should get 20. I should get 50. Hey, can you pay me on the back end? Some of them started paying me on the back end. You can get 1% of everyone you sent to us. So all of a sudden, those same relationships that I was sending people to that used to make me a few hundred bucks a month now are making me upwards of $20,000 a month. I was like, hold up. Right. And then I was like, I had this, that Patreon, like my, my mentor, Tiffany. Right. And so uh, prior to this, it was 10 bucks a month. And we had maybe like, I don't know, uh, we had like maybe 1100 people or whatever, but I mean, sorry, y'all missed the sale, but like I've doubled it to 20 because it's worth more than that. And, but before I doubled it to 20, I let people for the last three days lock themselves in. So I'm like, I'm not going to increase it for the $10 people ever. And so do you know that we jumped from like 1100 people to like 2,500, almost Almost like, yeah, to about 2,500 people. Mm -hmm. So I went from $7,000 a month, give or take, and now we're at $23,000 a month, reoccurring income. But do you see how like, I was like, let me see the things and massage those things and slowly but surely. So now when a speaking engagement comes in, I'm like, no. When a spokesperson gig comes in, I could say, no, you know, I can save myself. You know, some things I do like to do, but I'll give you an example. I don't like doing SMTs, right? A satellite media tour. So for those of you who don't know, that's when you sit in, Yes, I hate them. Because you sit in front of a, like, so for those of you who don't, you sit in front of this camera and a brand, I don't know, let's just say it's like, I don't know, Procter & Gamble, and they want you to talk about Vaseline, right? And they're like, Vaseline's so great. And then literally the camera, like different um, networks from across the country. So um, ABC, you know, they're a small network in North Carolina, and then, you know, NBC in, in Chicago. Yes. So they'll you, literally, you might do 30 of them these like five to 10 minute interviews back to back to back to back. And I find it to be miserable. But the thing is, those things were making me anywhere from 50 to $70,000 to sit there and do that. And so I used to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? But now I say no unequivocally. I don't do them. You know, I don't do them, but only because I started to do the thing where I slowly but surely actively started asking myself the things I like to do. How do I maximize the return there so I can slow? I, I, this is the first year I really started to say no to SMTs. And so like, that's what I would say is that like the thing that you do like, you know, are you maximizing the many ways that you can milk the money out of that? And so slowly you can reduce how much, because you're right, you will burn out. Ask me how I know, because I did. You will burn out. And like the purpose of you having a business is not to do the things that you hate.
Right. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm not doing things I hate all the time, every time. Mm-hmm. But when I do sit down and, you know, we just we're having this conversation in June. So like halfway through the year, I sat down, I looked at like the first two quarters of the year and I'm like, oh, I did a lot of that. And I don't really like mm-hmm. that. Like, do I want that to be the next six months? But what I just heard and got from you, which I love, is that it might be the next six months, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be the six months so after that. that. Yes. So that's what I love because yes. I wasn't thinking like that. I was like, OK, well, I need to make an immediate change and I need to start shifting. Where do I prioritize? But the way you just broke it down is like, well, you might have to lay down a strategic plan so that by the next, maybe by yes. month 10, you now, but it's not going to be months. It's not going to be yes. next month no. that I can just cut that. And so th- that strategic thinking is what I'm going to do because that makes a lot of sense for me. Because I think I don't yeah. think enough businesses because social media makes you think like things happen instantly. You know, you watch people renovate their house. Right. And Girl. so what you realize is that many times a pivot is six months, one year, two years out. And so you see a thing, you say, oh, so now what you're going to get good at, what you're going to practice is the pre pivot. I want you to sit like so now you already know I don't really like this. So, but I want you to like start to forecast 10 years out, I'm likely not going to be feeling this. Let's start to make the pivot now. So by the time I get there, it's already done. I can't tell you how many times because I pre-pivoted, by the time I ended up hating the thing, I'm like, well, that's fine because this is my last month anyway, because I thought about that five years ago. Yes. I'll give you an example. I love the Budgetista. It's a personality brand, but it's a lot of it takes a lot of energy. So when I started my online school, the Literature Academy, I said, what we're not going to do is make this a personality brand. Because I saw, yes, I saw it coming. And sure enough, because of the way I've been able to navigate it, I, the Budget Nisa has its own CEO. It has its own team. And I meet with the CEO like, you know, like once every two weeks or so, and sometimes more. And the, But I don't have to be so hands-on like the way I am with Budget Nista because I already saw, girl, we already tied over here at the Budget Nista. So like, you know, you want to practice the art of like knowing, like, you know, I am likely to feel like this in a number of years. Let me put things in place now so I can yes. pre-pivot before it's necessary. Yes. But you got I love that. And you know, I'm always here as a resource, you know, lean into your mentors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and honestly, it's so amazing to have you as a resource. I, like back in the day, I remember being like, oh, but I'm not going to reach out to Tiff because she don't know me. You know, it's funny because I heard, um, oh, <laughs> who did I hear? Oh, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled did a talk and he was like, I had in my head that I wanted to do a track with Justin Bieber. But I told myself I'm not going to reach out to him until I'm big because he's going to know me. I don't want to reach out to him. He's going to be like, who's this DJ Khaled dude? And I was like, yes, I wanted to reach out to Tiffany. But I feel like she's going to be like, who's this Miss Ben How? Who? What? And I just waited and waited and waited. And honestly, like it happened when it was meant to happen that I got to meet you and that we've been working together because honestly, you've been amazing and just so giving. And everybody that I meet, it says the same thing. Like I was in Puerto Rico for... I was in Puerto Rico for um, Janice Choquero Dinero yeah. podcast. She had a summit. And so many of the other speakers were all at lunch. And I mentioned you. And they were all like, we love <laughs> Tiffany. I mean, she just gives so much. She sat with me. And I said, she sat with me. And they're like, no, she gave me an hour on Zoom. I said, she gave me an hour and 15 minutes on Zoom. And we were all just bragging about like how much of a mentor, like when you say my mentor Tiffany, would you really mean it? I mean, and that's just a beautiful, just such a blessing. So we're all just so grateful. I speak for everybody when I say we're so grateful. Oh, honestly, I just love teaching. <laughs> And truthfully, so many people have poured into me. And so, you know, to me, I just feel like you are blessed to be a blessing, you know? And so, like, people always ask, what can I do? I'm like, girl, pour into somebody else because I can't talk to other girls, right? So if I sound like, you know, this is not proprietary information, like anything I share with you, you know, you are free to pour into someone else because there's going to be another Miss Be Helpful that comes behind you that is going to be so grateful for your insight, you know? And so if we all did that, imagine... 
imagine how much better this place would be. And so no, I'm grateful. So if y'all want me to mentor you, go ahead on to mymentortiffany.com and lock yourself in. And if you want my body and you, th- anyway, let me focus. Um, I've <laughs> been bringing out the songs. It's like, I think it's like Rod Stewart's like, if you I think I'm serious about this. I'm going to get all your songs and put them in one long reel. Like I'm not playing. I'm going to send it to you. I might post it. I might. Because I was singing last night. I was like, yeah, don't give me a song in the tune. I was like, I want to have Harriet Tubman because you gonna get free and one half Mr. Rogers because we gonna do it with some songs like oh god <laughs> I'm the love child between the two of them but if you want to get your mind your money book by Yanelli Espinal and I said it right um, go ahead go. on to mindyourmoneybook.com and just like lean into your miss be helpful on all the socials right that's right that's right yeah it's be it's helpful so m-i-s-s-b-e helpful some people are like miss m-s I'm like no m-i-s-s-b-e helpful I'm gonna be a little miss forever miss be helpful but like yeah so mindyourmoneybook.com and we thank you so much for pouring into Mrs. Barry today and allowing me to pour into you so thank you for coming Thank you. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.